Welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and today we're talking with Lawrence Hoffman. Lawrence is the Vice President of Sales with Marvi Yoshida. Lawrence, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, gosh. It's, it's, it's our pleasure. Tell me a little bit about who Marvi Yoshida is. All right. Absolutely. Well, I'll start out with a a 30,000 foot view. Good. <laughs> we'll kind of kind of bring it down in. So basically, uh, to simplify it, we are a Japanese pen manufacturer. Um, but Marvi Yoshida or Yoshida of America was actually established in 1973 here in the U.S. market to better serve this area. Um, we're actually next year, 2023, we're celebrating our 50 year anniversary, which we're really excited about. Wow. So uh, we initially came over and we our offices were in New York City and then we moved to uh sunny Torrance, California, where we are right now. And uh, that's where our warehouse distribution center and offices are. And that's where all of our fulfillment is done. And uh, one thing that's interesting is we are a small subsidiary of a a much larger company, Mm. um, Yoshida Yoko, that's based in Tokyo, Japan. And they're about, uh, gosh, uh, well, they they were, they were founded in 1910. So they're, they're, they're very well established. It's a multi-billion dollar company. And uh, they do a lot of crazy things that, that we're not involved in. That great stuff. They do office furniture manufacturing and, and RFID technology and wow. uh, office supplies and stuff as well. So, but we're we're the stationary arm over here in the U.S. So um, everything that we do um, from our offices, we handle all of uh, U.S., Canada, and some of Central South America. Okay. And everything else is handled by our partners uh, in Tokyo. So you give us kind of a, an idea of what the types of products do you carry? Well, to, to kind of make it easy, we kind of have it broken down into in the main categories, and there's kind of subcategories underneath it. But so, again, pens and markers is our primary primary business, but we do go outside that a little bit. But uh, I would say kind of we focus more on, on chalk markers. We focus on paint markers, and there's a lot of different varieties of that. Uh, fabric decorating markers, again, a lot of varieties of that. Uh, writing instruments is kind of how we classify some of them. Uh, craft markers. Uh, we have drawing markers and then our craft tool section. So um, wow. those are kind of seven primary categories. But under each one of those, obviously, we have subcategories and some key brands. So you said a chalk marker. What the heck mm-hmm. is a chalk marker? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, what's interesting is we were actually one of the first ones in the industry to introduce that type of marker. So the great thing about it, it's, it's a water-based pigmented marker but it's removable on a porous surface with a damp cloth. So for example, if you write on a seasoned chalkboard or you can do glass or some plastics, um, you write on there, it's beautiful, it's nice and opaque. And then when you're done, you wanna change the design, take a damp cloth, just wipe it off, leaves no dust, no residue, it doesn't, uh, doesn't leave any ghosting. Uh, it's one of, our, one of our marquee products. Really, wow. So. I know you probably have some key brands. What, what are some of the brands that, that are under Marvi Yoshida? Well, it's interesting you ask that because, uh, you know, with a name like Marvi Yoshida, some people don't necessarily know us as Marvi Yoshida. Right. Um, a lot of people may know us from some of our, our key brands. And, I'll, again, I'll kind of start at the top and kind of work our way down. But starting with Chalk Marker, so Bistro Chalk Marker is our brand. So hmm. within that, we've got – Five different tips, 23 colors. We have primaries, fluorescents, pastels, metallics. So really within that, we have the largest assortment of chalk markers uh, in the industry. And so that's a big brand for us. And probably our our top brand, which a lot of people may know us for, is our Deco Color brand. 
Oh yeah, and, uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds like uh, a lot of people don't realize that that's a Marvel Yoshida product, but Deco Color um, is our paint marker line, and then under the Deco Color line, we have our Deco Color oil-based paint markers. Mm-hmm. Which uh, in that line, we've got 35 colors, four different tip sizes, you know, an extra fine, a fine, a broad, and a, a calligraphy tip. And with the oil base, the great thing about that is it works on almost any surface. But the oil base is probably better for the more non-porous surfaces like uh, metal or glass or plastic. Mm. Um, again, the great thing, they're permanent, they're opaque, they're light fast, so they won't fade. They're outdoor resistant. And we also have a, a line of premium metallics in that, which were really, really exciting. And the reason we call them premium, a lot of people say, well, because they're more expensive. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the reason they're premium is that they actually contain a much higher level of metallic pigment. So these things are actually, they have a reflective property to it. So those oh. are really, really fun. Oh, wow. And, and then part of, our, part of our deco color line, we also have an acrylic, deco color acrylic, which now we have 28 colors, five different tip sizes. And, and as very well you know, the primary difference between the oil base and the acrylic, acrylic works on a lot of surfaces too, but it's better for the more porous type stuff, like the wood and the canvas and the stone, ceramic, things like that. But, um, but our Deco color brand has some subcategories underneath it, but uh, that's, that's a key one for us. And then probably um, another key brand we're known for is our Deco fabric which fabric markers are a very big part of our business as well. Um, again, 37 colors. We've got metallics and pearls and glitters and all that kind of fun stuff, and they're permanent on fabric. Those can also be used on paper, uh, but they're washable and all that kind of stuff on fabric, and they won't fade over time, and um, they're, they're really, really fun. And, and we're seeing a, a huge trend right now in the, uh, the shoe decorating category. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and a lot of those, a lot of those products work incredibly well, both on canvas shoes and leather shoes and things like that. And then I would probably say just one of our last, probably big brands, which some people have actually told us that they said, Oh, you guys are the Le Pen guys. So oh, yeah. Le Pen is another one of our key brands and it's been on our line for gosh, 25 to 30 years. And it was one of the original fine line markers uh, in the industry. So we're up to uh, 36 colors now. Cool thing about those things, it's a lightweight barrel, sleek design. The color of the barrel matches the color of the ink. And uh, it, it writes really smoothly. It dries quickly. It doesn't smear. And it works great on thin papers. So with under the Le Pen, we also have our Le Pen Flex. Same great ink, but it has a flexible rubberized tip. And then we have our Le Pen Drawing, which is really more of a technical pen. Um, really more black ink, but has eight different tip sizes available on that. So when you talk about key brands, that about sums it up probably. Wow. <laughs> so, so I would say, you know, fine artists, uh, beginning artists, crafters of all types, you really manufacture the products for those people, it sounds like. Yeah, I would say so. And I think a lot of our products are kind of, they kind of cross over, right? They're kind of cross channel because some of these products work great in art. Some of these products, the same product may work great in craft or it may work great in office or in general merchandise. So um, I would say there is a lot of cross-channel products, but yes, the majority of our stuff is used by both artists and crafters alike. So if our audience wants to go and see some of this stuff that you've been talking about, I'm sure you have a website because I know because I looked at it. Can you give them the, the web address to look at some of these products? Sure. It's really easy. It's uh, www.yushida.com. And Yushida is spelled U-C-H-I-D-A. 
That's U-C-H-I-D-A dot com. That's correct. So tell me a little bit about what makes you guys so different. There's, you know, you and I both know there are a million billion markers and pens and stuff out there. What makes you guys so different? Well, and you're right. But as I mentioned above, I said that we are primarily a pen manufacturer. That's what we do. We're not a company that does other things and then says, oh, yeah, well, we have pens, too. So 99% of the products that we sell and we carry are made by us in our factories in Japan. So we use nothing but the finest Japanese quality inks, pigments, tips, nibs, delivery systems. And the interesting thing is most of the product is shipped from our factories in Japan over to us uh, open stock, right? Just to help with the shipping costs and all that type of stuff. And we do most of the packaging and carding here in the U.S. So that gives us a lot of flexibility to be able to do some really creative packaging for our customers um, and kind of segment the markets a little bit too. But Again, we are the manufacturer. Uh, we control most of the supply chain um, from start to finish. So we have a very good handle on the quality of the products that uh, we make and the, the, and the raw materials that we get. So they can, uh, our, our audience, they, you can go to brick and mortar. You can go online. Do you, do you sell direct to the consumer? Or is it only through uh, brick and mortar and online? Well, I would still say our primary business model is to, is to support our brick-and-mortar partners. But um, we do also, as you mentioned, sell on our website. And the reason we do that is we have such a broad expansion, broad breadth of line, that there's not a retailer, brick-and-mortar, especially retailer out there that can carry every single color of every mm. single item that we carry. So um, it is more of a, a service as, as why we have our website. Because if someone wants a, you know, a fuchsia fabric marker that their local store may not carry, you know, we will have that to be able to, to provide it to them. So, wow, that's 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 great. Because you know, when when our audience looks at all of the products you have on their website, I know one of their greatest frustrations is they can't buy or find the fuchsia anyplace. <laughs> Exactly. We have a we have a product line that has 144 different colors in it, right? And uh, and any to, to the retailer's defense, it doesn't make sense for them to potentially carry all 144 colors. But um, it's an offering that that we feel is important, especially to the art community. So um, we want to make sure that's available to uh, to the people who want to get it. In, in that vein, you guys are mainly in the pen and the the marker market. What have you seen changed over the last five to ten years? Yeah, what's interesting is I can probably pinpoint, um, probably looking back, let's just say 2015, kind of when the adult coloring trend kind of really started to to just take off, right? Um, yeah. That had a to, to us that had dramatic impact on the on the pen and marker business because due to the the popularity, the sudden popularity, everybody started getting into the pen and marker business. You had you had publishers now selling pens. You had paper companies now selling pens. You had paint companies, you know, starting to sell pens. So everybody kind of jumped in and started selling pens because anything that was branded adult coloring was flying off the shelves, right? It was just uh, incredibly popular. So everybody kind of wanted a little bit of, little bit of piece of that. And then at that time, most of the people had gone overseas to, to China or India uh, and basically to come up with their own brands of pens. So basically a lot more players uh, are on the field now than there were five to 10 years ago. 
Yeah, I have to admit that I did get into the adult coloring and being a bit of an art geek, that's I still kind of do that. So, um, yeah, I love your product. <laughs> Listen, it's still it's still a very therapeutic, um, I guess, very therapeutic hobby. It's there are a lot of benefits to doing it, uh, and yes, it is it is still out there. It's just not the the, the fevered pitch that it it was you know back in two thousand fifteen. What are the things today that are driving the pen and marker business? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because our our product really can't stand alone, right? I mean, it's a pen. It needs a surface. It needs something to work with it. So um, basically, I kind of go back. I think probably right now you still have a lot of the hand lettering, uh, oh. handwriting, things like that, which are driving it, but also – planners and journals in the uh in the kind of more middle space i guess a lot a lot more people are are using the the handwritten planners again they're doing more journaling they're requiring more colors more more different ink types more different tip types um and then in the in the art world it's still continually um you know alcohol is a is a very um very well used um type of ink especially in in art because it's very workable. You can blend it, you can move it, you can move it around. But, um, but I would say there's still a lot of lot being done on different surfaces now. So we're seeing a lot of art and craft being done, not just on paper or canvas. We're seeing it be done on wood. We're seeing it be done on metal. We're seeing it be done on glass. So all these different mm. surfaces are creating, it's kind of brought some, some old, um, just old skills kind of back to the forefront, but just on a different surface. And the great thing is, is we, we've got some product that kind of helps with all of that. So we've, we've seen a pretty nice uptick um, with, with people just kind of just getting crazy and doing art on, on a lot of different, different surfaces. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, do you guys have um, like videos and, 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 and things like that on your website or a place you can direct them where they can see all of this cool stuff? You know what? I tell you, I, that, that is an area that we definitely need to improve in. Um, I would say we don't have the video content that uh, that I wish we did. Okay. Um, but I, but we we realize it's a weakness, and and we're definitely trying to strive to get better on that because we know um, that once somebody sees something in action, yeah. um, it really really helps. But it's funny because you you kind of talk about that obviously with the the pandemic and you know the age of the Zoom meeting and all that fun stuff. So we we've, we've been having a lot of Zoom meetings with our customers, and and it, it part of it, and I think we're all about done with that. Um, you know, we, we much prefer the face-to-face in-person stuff, but especially with our type of product, it's, it's a very touchy, feely, you know, use it type of thing. And, it, and it's one thing to say, hey, this pen is great. It does cool things. Look at this picture, right? But once somebody gets to pick up the product, use yeah. it and, and, and just have it, you know, and command it to do what they would want it to do and see how the ink flows and see what it writes on. That is the that's the magic sauce. That's when people really get excited about seeing something. So, yes, videos are are incredibly helpful. It kind of gets people excited. But once they actually get it in their hand, man, that's 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 the key, because uh, that's what makes the difference in the writing instruments right there. So if if our audience has questions, uh, can they contact and talk to you guys directly or do they need to go through their brick and mortar? Uh, How do they handle something like that? No, absolutely. As a matter of fact, through our website, um, you just kind of send an email. And what that does is that goes into our customer service. So if you have specific questions about 
kind of specific areas. Um, you know, some of those questions come directly to me and I respond. Some of those uh, our customer service team responds to. So, yeah, absolutely. There's a, a just kind of a general email box that people can respond to on our website. So why, why do you think it is that the Japanese pens and markers, what, why is their quality seem to be so much better than, than others? You know, it's interesting because, as, as you kind of mentioned, you know, Japan is kind of famous for the quality of their stationery and also kind of the wide choice of unique pens and stuff that they, that they have. So I think one of the, the root of that is in Japan, handwriting is seen as a respected art form. And, and they're still teaching that to their kids as early as possible, as early as they can write. So, because the, they're encouraging people of all ages to, to continue with calligraphy. Because the old, old style of Japanese writing is absolutely beautiful. It does look like, uh, like an art form. But yeah. so, so the thing is, they want to make sure that people have the best tools possible so they can, they can basically have the best outcome possible. So, uh, again, calligraphy being a strong held tradition in Japan, they want to make sure that when they're teaching this, that they're able to provide, provide a great outcome. And, and a lot of it has to do with, I kind of go back to the, the quality of the, of the inks that are used. And not just the inks, but the chemicals that go on the inks, the pigments. Um, when you talk about the pen itself, it's the tips and the nibs. And also the delivery system. What, what is getting the ink you know, from the barrel through the nib, out onto the paper. And, uh, and Japan is very meticulous also, especially with us, in their, um, basically in their quality assurance. There'll be times where we're working on a, a new product. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's get that thing out. And they're like, whoa, whoa, time out. We've got to finish our <laughs> testing. We haven't done our age testing. We haven't done our light testing. We haven't done this. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. Because that way we know when it hits the market, the quality is going to be exactly where it needs to be. That's one thing I, I never, ever have a fear about with our product. I know when you take the cap off and you use it, it's going to be a good experience for you. So you mentioned calligraphy. So do you make a full line of calligraphy markers and or pens? We actually do. As a matter of fact, in our in our deco color line, our paint marker line, we have a calligraphy tip, which is about two millimeter. And the two, mil, two millimeter calligraphy tip is one of the top two tips. It's either two millimeter or 3.5 millimeter. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also, in our premium metallics, we have a have a leafing type calligraphy tip as well. And then also we have a standard calligraphy, uh, an ink based calligraphy line, where we have three different tip sizes. We have a 2.0, a 3.5, and a 5.0. We have in, I think seven different colors right now. Um, but you know, calligraphy isn't just refined to just the standard calligraphy tip. Uh, calligraphy can be done with you know brush markers or uh, you know fine tip markers or technical pens. It's uh, it's really pretty amazing. One of the other things that I saw are these glow in the dark <laughs> markers, and you know sometimes you'll walk into a restaurant and you'll see a glow in the dark sign outside. Tell us a little bit about glow in the dark. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We we kind of call that one of our uh, one off products. <laughs> and the yeah. reason I say that is we used to have four colors in the glow in the dark. We <clears> kind of pared it down to the the standard glow green. And, uh, and so basically the cool thing about it, the, the phosphorus pigment in the pen, so when you expose it to light, it glows. The neat thing about that product is it works on both paper and fabric. So it's, it, the fun thing, we sell, gosh, a bunch of people use them for around Halloween time and, and coffee oh, yeah. and all that stuff. But it also adds a really cool element to mixed media. 
So like when the lights are on, you know, with a, if there's a, an art project, the lights are on and, you know, it looks one way, turn the lights off and, you know, it looks differently. So uh, it, it's a fun product and it's a, it's been a good one for us. Now, I, I know uh, I saw on your website that you've got some cool craft tools. Tell us a little bit about those craft tools. Yeah. So that is an area that, uh, that was one of the areas um, kind of from our, our key categories. And uh, primarily we've kind of limited it down to more paper crafting type tools. So we've got a, a full line of craft punches. Uh, we have a full line of, of corrugated paper crimpers, which these things are really cool. We were actually the first, one of the first ones to have a paper crimper that crimped an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. But wow. the neat thing about these is they work on, they work on cardstock, they work on thin metals, they work on thin foams. Um, and we've got some that, that have really cool patterns on it. So you have your standard line, you have your standard wavy, but there's like a bubble pattern and there's a heart pattern. And um, so we've seen some people do some really creative things with that, especially with uh, with mixed media stuff. Uh, kind of another strange little item for us. We call it our jewel picker. It looks I was like going to ask pen. about that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's one of those things that uh, that just people, once they get it in their hands, again, people love. Because on, on one end, it's a reusable adhesive nib. So basically, you use it to pick up whether it's uh, beads or uh, paper or stickers or, uh, gosh, I don't know, you, you name it. Um, small little pieces that are hard to pick up, right? Uh, you can use that to pick it up, move it, and place it really, really easy. And again, it's, it's the size of a pen, so it's really easy to use. And if it loses its adhesion, all you have to do is just take some mild soap, you know, wash it off, and, and let it dry. Wow. But it's a crazy little item for us. We have a double-ended one and a single-ended one, but uh, it's one of those things that once people have it, they love it. They wonder how they ever lived without it, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the other one I saw was a hot wire foam cutter. Yeah, that, that's a pretty cool item. We, we actually came up with that. You know, there, there's a lot of foam cutters on the market. This one, um, like the handheld ones, right? So you've seen the ones that, you know, you put the battery in and it's got the wire and you kind of use that to, to kind of carve the foam. This one, I could probably say, is probably more like a table saw. It was designed to be, you know, you have it down on, on it. Well, the base of it is almost like a table saw where you can slide the foam on it. And it enables you to do a lot bigger um, artwork or a lot bigger cuts. Um, mm. But also that the piece that snaps into the base can also be lifted up for a handheld cutter as well. So um, it's, it's, been, it's been a pretty good item for us, too. Wow. So do you guys have anything new that will be coming out soon? Or I have no idea what your, you know, your calendar looks like. Can you give us any kind of previews? Well, um, yes, we do have something coming out um, that will be coming out in the middle of January. Um, That's January of 2023, right? 2023, correct. Right. Um, I can't give a whole lot of information on it just yet, Okay, um, but it is um, a product line extension. We've had a lot of people ask us for this particular particular characteristic um, in one of our products, and uh, we're glad to say we're coming out with, uh, with 12 beautiful colors, um, uh-huh. and that's about probably all I can say right now, but, uh, Perfect. but we'll, start, uh, we'll start getting that information out probably the middle of, uh, middle of January. Wow, that's great. So is is there anything else I've forgotten to ask you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I don't know. I could sit here and probably talk, <laughs> talk to you all day, but um, <laughs> I know that we uh, I know that we 
need to cut cut this off here a little bit. But the one thing that, that I always find amazing is um, just about about pens and markers in general. Because the way the way I always look at it is so we provide the tool, right? We provide the tool for people to be creative. And it's amazing to me. Everywhere we go, people are like, oh, I love pens. Oh, I love markers. Oh, I have too many. Oh, you know, it's it's the same thing over and over again. It's like, you know what? You don't have too many. <laughs> you know, have, have as many as you'd like. And and that's the great thing about it. There's so many different styles and, and different types, different inks, different tips, different barrels, you know, different companies. And that, that's the great thing is, uh, especially in the art world, right? Because, you know, the artists have um, have their preferences. Um, whatever media it is, you know, if, if they if they prefer Liquitex or they prefer Golden or wh- whatever the thing is. Um, but the good thing is, is there's a lot of opportunity out there for people to try different things and and give it a try and, and see if, if you may like uh, may like something new. But um, that's the thing I love is that, you know, I, I sell pens and markers, but what people make with our pens and markers blows me away sometimes. I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh, I'm, I'm so excited because one, one quick thing, we do a lot of the Comic-Cons and Anime Expos, um, oh. and we allow, we kind of set up a drawing station, and we let people come and use the product, you know, free of charge. We do sell it there, but um, but we let them create artwork, and then we post it on our on the wall in our booth throughout the weekend of the show, and it, it gradually oh, grows cool. and grows and grows and grows. And But it's amazing the and the, the skill level and just the, the talent of, of people out there. And again, we sell a basic marker, right? I, I wish I could say uh, I was, you know, I had great penmanship or I, or I had a, a great skill at, at any type of art, but I don't. That's why I'm I'm so enamored when someone picks up our product and creates something beautiful, and and we see it every day, and and that's what really kind of gets me excited because it's like, man, this, this is some great stuff, and and people can do <laughs> some great stuff with it. Well, I think that our audience now has a real good source for finding out if you have a marker or a pen that they can use with their art or their crafts. And it's important to know where to be able to turn and to be able to use the proper tool for the proper art. And, you know, I, I, listen, I appreciate that. And if, if people use our, our products, you know, thank you very much. And, and if people haven't tried them, it'd be great if, if you gave us a try. Um, and, because ho- hopefully there's something in our line that uh, that you like and, and that'll that'll work out for you. So um, yeah, I think I think we've got a little something for everybody, which is uh, which is kind of fun. Well, Lawrence, thank you so much. And the website again is what? It's Yushida U C H I D A dot com. Yushida dot com. Well, Lawrence, I got to tell you, this time has gone by really really fast. And the information that you're passing along can be equally used with fine artists, regular artists, crafters. And if you haven't tried a Marvi Yoshida product, I think you really need to do that. So, uh, Lawrence, thank you again. Jeff, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And yeah, the time did fly. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> you betcha. You've been listening to Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world of art and craft supplies. If you'd like to hear more of these podcasts, please hit the subscribe button, and we'd really appreciate it if you'd tell a friend. If you'd like to show your support, please do consider joining our Patreon campaign at www.patreon.com forward slash Art Supply Insiders. Now go out and create something with a Marvy Marker.